Now, Late Night Live with Niall Boylan. On the home of the 80s and 90s, Ireland's classic hits. So, we were talking about a topic last night about a guy who had bought an Oculus headset for himself for yeah. 300 quid without telling his missus. A viewer headset, but yes. that was all well and good on the radio. That sounded great on the radio. But on social media, you put a summary. <laughs> a man went out and bought a device without telling his wife. And everybody immediately came to the conclusion that, because of course we all have dirty minds, that he had bought some sort of sexual device. You thought the same thing, because the word toy was in his email. And you thought the same thing. So when you said toy... At least I was on the radio to tell people it wasn't what they were thinking it was. That's what I mean. So when you said toy, I went, what? I went, oh, I need to change my tweet. I can't use the word toy. I'm restricted by word count on Twitter. I'll go for device. So on the back of that, we get an email today from a guy who said, I was looking at your social media, but the guy who bought a device without his wife knowing, and it touched a nerve with me. Oh, God. All right. So he goes out. I'll read out the whole email later on. But he goes out basically to say that he was wallpaper in the bedroom mm-hmm. and he had to move the lockers, the bedside lockers. They were too heavy to lift. He was on his own and he decided to empty out the drawers and he emptied out his wife's drawers. That's dangerous. And he found a large dildo and a vibrator. And now he's now disgusted because he said he only gets it at Christmas birthdays and one other time of the year, maybe Father's Day, probably or something. And his wife eventually admitted to him that she uses it almost every day when she has her shower. And now he feels like this is almost like cheating. This is terrible. What are you laughing at? (laughs) So, I mean, he said like... sorry, I got an image. That's why I'm... He said she constantly turns me down, but it seems in her own words, she has needs and she finds these great... A great form of relief for her sexual frustration. And when I pushed her to answer, she reluctantly said she used them most days after her shower when she went to bed early. So he feels a little bit hard done by now. I mean, that's fair enough. If she's admitting she has sexual frustration, apparently he's not good enough. He's also threatened by the size of it, by the way. And he says, um, while we're speaking about this, I'm also pissed off. But imagine if she came home and found me on top of a sex doll. I'm sure she'd throw me out. <laughs> the size There's so many images. Oh, my God. <laughs> what would you do if you came home and found Dan bouncing around on some inflatable sex doll? I'm in the mood for love. I think I'd just slowly back in the room and never come back in. Anyway, the question does we are going to be asking is, is but he's basically saying, you know, I think if you're married, you shouldn't be using these things as you have a husband or a partner, particularly if we're using it behind your husband's back. Does he say how big the dildo is? That's what we all want. He, to no, he used the it. words, he used the words very, very big. <laughs> okay, right. So maybe he feels a little bit inadequate now. Obviously so. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with toys as long as your partner knows about them. And, and you, you could use them as a couple. I was going to say, and you use them together sometimes. Mm. I don't think you have to use them together all the time. I'm sure he plays with himself. He doesn't mention that. No, of course he doesn't. Of course he doesn't. Um, but I'm sure he does. If he's only getting it three times a year, I'm sure he plays <laughs> He's only getting it three times a year. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Birthday's Christmas. What else did he say? Birthday's Christmas and something else he said. Maybe once other time. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Something along those lines, yeah. Hmm. So, like, I'm sure maybe would he have been okay with it if she told him? Also, probably not by the sounds of things. But no. she, she probably should have been a little bit more upfront about yeah, her. I think there's some problem in the relationship there, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. If he's not getting it and she's, you know. Playing with the toys every day. Yeah, and hasn't yes. told him. No. 
Oh, but we'll get around to talk about that later on. Is there anything actually wrong with her? Is he just being paranoid? Now, in the meantime, thank you, Ruth. I'll come back to you shortly. Hi, Nal. I'm extremely sleep deprived, so I hope this email makes it off, makes some sense. Myself and my partner have a five-month-old baby. Okay. It's five months. It's not really a little baby, is it? Anyway, I'm currently on maternity leave. My partner thinks I should clean more in the house and keep it tidy since I'm home all day long. I find this extremely difficult. My baby doesn't sleep well at all during the day. Never has. He sleeps maybe for a half an hour at a time. Well, I suppose you could hoover up in a half, a half an hour anyway, at a time and then wakes up. He's extremely clingy and doesn't like it when I leave him in the playpen. I need to play with him and sometimes I can sit on the sofa and watch him and pl- watch him play but then I need to supervise him and can't clean. When he's finally sleeping, I don't feel like cleaning. I feel like I need to breathe and sit down and have a cup of tea and relax. My partner says he could have uh, the baby and clean at the same time and do stuff around the house. He has never been one day without me, uh, though, uh, since he was born. I also noticed uh, with him it doesn't bother him to do something else while our baby cries. Case in point, I went out to a restaurant with my friend the other day and asked him to look after our son while I was out. When I came home, he was in the middle of installing a baby gate, which I appreciate, while our son was crying in his playpen. Well, I, sometimes you have to kind of let them cry a little bit. If you keep running to them every time they cry, I suppose they're going to keep crying, aren't they? Anyway, if it had been me... I would have had to pick up our baby uh, and I can't work while the baby is crying. Jeez, this baby's doing an awful lot of crying. I had a discussion with him uh, many times, but he thinks I'm just being lazy. Am I unreasonable to think he's being massively unfair and doesn't understand the reality of being, a, being with a baby all day long? Now, I don't want to restrict this conversation just to a girl having on maternity leave. I suppose what we're talking about is stay-at-home parents. And I don't want to make this sexist, but if it's a man or a woman, it doesn't matter who's staying at home. If one person is out working, is it the responsibility of the other person then to do the housework? Have the dinner ready, do the hoovering, clean up. Is that fair? Because I suppose your title is homemaker, isn't it? That's the kind of title. Years ago it used to be housewife, but now it's called homemaker because it's gender neutral. So that's your kind of title, isn't it? You know what I mean? I, I know, Ruth is saying in my ear here, there's a very big difference between maternity leave and a stay-at-home parent. Well, not really, Ruth. She's been on maternity leave, so she's... Yeah, but she's staying at home with a baby. Yeah, okay, I know, Ruth. Jesus Christ, you just can't get producers to mind their own business nowadays. <laughs> anyway, the point is, she's on maternity leave at the moment. The baby's five months old. It's not three weeks old. It's not a month old. It's not three months old. It's five months old. It's nearly at the point where it's going to say, ma'am. It's nearly at the point where it'll be going to work itself. <laughs> Look, the point I'm making is, if you're a stay-at-home parent, or if you're a woman on maternity leave, and, you know, the baby's five months old, I mean, realistically, is it fair to say, well, I don't have time to do anything else? Now, she's only, she doesn't say that she has any other kids. She's one baby. One! So, should the person who stays at home Let's say he stayed at home with the baby and she went back to work, by the way. You can put it that way as well. It doesn't make any difference, really. I'm sure the physical aspect of it is sorted out at this stage. Um, the question is, should she be doing a bit of housework? Or if he was staying at home, should he be doing a bit of housework and cleaning the place up? Is that too much to expect? I mean, is he right? Is she being lazy? Or is she right? And is he being unreasonable? 
and massively unfair, as she says. The question, quite simply, is, is she right and minding a baby is a full-time job in itself? Reminds me of that famous line that we used to play from the teachers. Do you remember that? Teachers are on stage 23 hours a week. Do you remember that famous line about the teachers' union? <laughs> they made themselves out to be heroes. Teachers are on stage 23 hours a week. Oh, the violin is out. Text 087 08 And I'm asking, is it fair that the person that stays at home should do a little bit of work around the house? The house shouldn't be like a pigsty when you get home. It's fair to say. I mean, it's only one baby. It's not a clutter of them. The number is 087-188-0008. Should she be doing more housework? Sharon, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Sharon? I'm good, Niall. How are you? I'm good, I'm good Sharon. <laughs> Should she I'm be... on the spot right now. You're on the spot? <laughs> I feel I'm on the spot right now. I was all in the camp for, for the mom. Oh. And the baby. Oh, <clears throat> but, yeah. um, <laughs> that's okay. Don't change your mind. I'm not changing. My, I'm not changing my mind. Okay. 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 Um, it does, does depend, doesn't it, on whether the woman is naturally house proud, or she could be the other end of the scale, and she could be a total slob. Now, I'm just saying it like it is. Okay. There are opposite ends of the scale. Yeah. So, yeah. You kind of hope that it lands somewhere in the middle. And if there's a difficult few weeks with the baby, you know, if it's... Baby's doing a lot of crying by the sounds of it. Yeah. So if the, if it's a colicky baby or there's anything going on with the baby, you know, yeah, sure that the, the husband helps out a bit, that they just juggle it between them. But, yeah, he is going out to but work. But they are but juggling needs, it between needs, them. They're juggling life between them. He's yeah. going to work, uh, making a book. And usually... Yeah. Usually there's family, you know, there's some, it's, a, it's always good to have your family close by when you have a baby because they can help out so much, you know. But here's, I mean, the, but here's the thing, right? I've had three, yeah. well, I didn't personally have them, obviously, but I've had three of them, right? You know, and when you have a baby, don't get me wrong, nobody gives you a book on how to look after it or anything like that. It's just, there you go, you have a baby, now off you go and look after it, right? And they're not easy. A couple of weeks in, you get the kind of hang of it, the gist, right? Okay, sometimes some can be difficult and don't sleep. Others can sleep all day. It's great. So, but the, it's not a full-time job. I mean, th- there is time out. Well, the baby does sleep. I mean, yeah. you know, my husband used to say to me, sleep when the baby sleeps. But I didn't. When the baby went to sleep, I'd have the washing machine on and I'd have all the bits of things done, you know, that I might be able to get to when there they're you go. awake. There you go. See? <laughs> See, Sharon? Yeah. Because you were yeah. house proud and you wanted to get things done and then your hubby would come home from work. Is that the way it was? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, and He was very good. He used to do the night feeds, you know, because he was doing yeah. shift work. Yeah, I did that too so, when I was doing, when I was, yeah. doing, when I was working at the nightclubs at the time. So I would have been coming home at three or four in the morning. So that suited the situation yeah, perfectly. Handy for that situation, mm. yeah. Mm. But still, you know, you would expect if... He's the only one working, and I say working loosely because she's working too. She's working in the home. I mean, her only chore is not for just feeding the baby. Like, she doesn't even mention breastfeeding here, so it's not like a lot of time is being taken up because I know that can take up quite a substantial amount of time if it's a difficult baby, breastfeeding, but she doesn't even mention that. Like, she does say that <clears throat> one night she went out to a restaurant with her mates and he looked after the baby. When she came in, he was putting up a playpen or, or a baby gate and the baby was crying in the background, the playpen. But he was getting it done. Because that's what blokes do. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, you just, there are times you just have to ignore the crying. 
Yeah, the playpen is a great thing. Yeah. You know, I, some people don't use them and I don't understand it because, you know, I've been in another house and I've said, God, why don't you, you know, get a little playpen set up? Because the baby learns to be on its own for a little while. Yeah. And, um, you know, a short time is no problem. You can go back and reassure them, go off and come back again. But, you know, the baby is safe in there and you can get your little bits and pieces done. You know, research, you know? there was research actually recently that said that babies that spend a lot of time in playpens are more likely to end up in jail. Ah, no. I don't believe that. I, I don't, believe you're grand, you're grand, don't believe it. I just made it up. I thought I it was used, interesting. I used to leave, I used to leave my gorgeous girl joking, in the playpen. I'm joking, It's just that they I used to be in. behind bars. <laughs> oh, I get you. It was a joke. Think. It was a joke, Sharon. I just made it up. Oh, look. I'm curious, you, but I always, you always get me with jokes. You always, you always. Sorry, do. it wasn't really, it didn't, wasn't a funny one, really, was it? I just made it up. Anyway, yeah, but so, I mean, I just don't get it that she's not getting anything done. You know what I mean? I mean, hoover the floor, do something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, if it's that kind of situation, then, yeah, you know. <laughs> should, well, should, forget about the, be the case. Forget about the little baby and the maternity leave and all that, right? And forget about the fact that it's a woman, because then it turns into a real sexist conversation, right? It could be either man or woman. Whoever has a better job stays at work. Whoever, you know, wants to stay at home and raise the children stays at home and raise the children, right? So a house husband be it, if that's the case, right? But the person staying at home to look after kids or raise children, is it not their job as well to do the housework at home? Is that not their part of their job? Yeah, mm. it is. And then it the is. husband, I know this sounds very traditional, but the husband comes home then, you know, has his dinner or whatever, and at the weekends he cuts the grass. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he does a few more a little, little bit. There's some days I, I've got fibromyalgia now, and if, I don't, if I'm not up early, you know, like Tom doesn't expect me to come down and do it. If I'm having a bad morning, like somebody could be having a bad with a baby you know he'll just do it he wouldn't just wait he will just you know mop mm. the floor fibromyalgia by the way I remember looking into I went down a rabbit hole one night looking into fibromyalgia mm. about the doctor in Florida who come up with the name fibromyalgia because it's one of those things that they just cannot explain or don't understand it's just when you know there's something wrong but yet they can find nothing it's bonkers isn't it yeah, I've been listening to people with long COVID and a few of the symptoms sound a bit fibromyalgia-ish. Mm. And, you know, how do, and it affects of, everybody slightly differently. How does it, how does it yeah. affect you? Um, just pain can come in different parts of the body, you know, at, at any time. And it I can want to feel like, like joint it, pain, is it? It can feel, it, it could be... Muscular. Really. I'll give you an example. Yeah. It, the first time I, I knew something wasn't right was that I felt like I'd done... Uh, like a million squats in the gym and right. I hadn't even been to the gym but I felt like I'd done loads of squats okay. and I said what is this you know and, what I, and would you be healthy That'll Sharon be do you consider yourself a healthy person yeah I was I had a very serious illness uh, that okay. turned into two or three different things and I ended up with fibromyalgia okay and, after, and have, after you, have you had all and the scans and everything and all, yeah, yeah, been, uh, yes nothing yes. Uh, they can't find anything wrong um, but you know the pain is there, of course. I'm not, I'm not doubting that for a minute. Yeah. That tends yeah. to be it the case with fibromyalgia. They, they just, they can never, it's very difficult to get to the root of the problem. I think a lot of people end up getting cortisone injections and stuff like that and to try and take some of the pain away. The, the cortisone. Well, you know what I take? I take turmeric. Turmeric. Right, turmeric. I've, I've heard of that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that definitely, definitely helps. It works, does it? 
Okay, it okay. definitely helps. Yeah. Okay, well, there's a bit of difference. advice for the people out there. Sorry, we digress slightly. Getting back to who does the housework. Mm-hmm. Let me go to Joanna as well. Say there, Sharon. Joanna, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Joanna? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Joanna. Now, you know, when you're raising children, I know it's not an easy job, but, now, but if you've only got one, let's say, be you a man mm-hmm. or a woman, and the other person's mm-hmm. out at work, are you expected then to do the housework? Well, I, I think it's a bit unfair, right? If the man is going, get, say, getting up at six in the morning and he's not coming home till six in the evening or till seven in the evening, it's a bit unfair now for him to say, uh, you know, like, have you not got a nice dinner for me? Ooh. Have you not got the house cleaned? I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very traditional person. So your husband works, you stay at home and look after the kids. I know you, well, you have Absolutely. four children, okay, which is and, and a full-time job. If I, and I, I'm the type of uh, person, like, um, if I know I have to do something the next day, I will cook uh, the dinner the night before, like I'll make a shepherd's pie or something like that. Okay. And then I'll just say, that's all ready. All you have to do is shove it in the oven for 40 minutes and it'll be brown. Yeah. And just dish it up. Right. Like, and the house is always clean. I just think if a man is out all day working, I think, yeah, he shouldn't have to come in and start having the house or something like that. I don't think that's, I don't think that's fair. So, uh, and by the way, can I, I, now, let's not make it sexist. It could be either way. If the man is staying at home and the woman's at work and same goes, yeah. Hang on. Can I just try and hire the volume up my phone? Just give me a sec. <laughs> We can hear you. Yeah, we can. We can. Yeah, I can hear. I, I can hear you much better now. Okay, okay, that's good. So, and so it doesn't matter if it's man or woman. By the way, it depends on who's out at work no, and who's not. No, yeah, yeah. Whoever stays at home. I think it's a bit unfair if the person, whether it's male or female, if they are the ones to decide to stay at home, they should keep the home in check, and they should have a warm cooked meal. That person that's coming in, I just think. I'm not being sexist. I like as as you said, it's for male, female. I think, and um, you know, God love you after being at work all day. There's your dinner. House is nice and clean. The kids might be screaming upstairs and all that, but at least the house is clean. <laughs> I mean, as as I always say, I don't mind mess. I hate dirt. Yes, dirt I mean, yeah. I there's a difference tolerate. between being untidy and dirty. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. I couldn't. I couldn't be dealing with dirty people now. I, I can deal. I can deal with a bit of untidiness. People. All right. And, and do you know what? I, I have one lady. I'm, I'm, oh, I don't want to say where I live around, but I have one lady beside me, and I don't know how she lives. Where she does. All right. Okay. I mean, I, okay. I, I nearly said to my husband, "Do you, you not just paint her wall?" Right. Like, I can't just paint someone's wall. <laughs> right. Okay, like, but let's not go too much into, into your neighbours, right, for the moment. I know, and okay. I know. And, and, okay, and, so so generally speaking, you can deal with untidiness, but you can't be dealing with dirt. Absolutely. Yeah, so and so I, in other words, you're out dusting every day and you're hoovering. And... Do you know what? My day starts, right? I get up at half six in the morning, get up, make the kids all their lunches now. They're off now for the summer. That's great. So do you get but a lie in now? Do you get a bit of a lie in? My little, my little boy. No, I don't get a lie in. You're joking. Right. My little boy now is on the summer camp for the week. And he's in a special needs kind of uh, program. This is your so little lad that's in the wheel. This is the little lad that's in the wheelchair. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. And um, so he's going brilliantly. The wing came main on Jane yesterday during break today. Right. Okay. And so I'm making a pack lunch, but I always do that, even though. They don't like the school lunches, you know. They're like, "Mom, I want you to make, you know, the proper bread." 
the proper bread. I'm like, okay. So, and I make my husband his lunch as well, always. So I get up purposely, even though, you know, I don't have to, but I do. I get up and I make their lunches. Save money too. Hey, like listen that. to this, Sharon. Every, every house should have a Joanna. Mm. And then, uh, you know what? And when they come home, the house is spotless. The bedrooms are spotless. And Beds I, are made. A lovely, yep, absolutely. And the dinner is made as well. And then see, come like about this time, I put Nile Violin on again. Right. And then that usually puts me to sleep. No offence, I'm not saying that you're boring, I'm just saying. <laughs> me too, Joanna, me too. <laughs> Love a bit of Nile going to bed. Yeah, every yeah. woman likes a bit of Nile going to bed. Some going to bed with you, Nile. Yeah, I know, I have the female population of the country going to bed with me when I go on. the biggest player in the country. <laughs> it's the only time I actually get into bed and I actually sit down and say, Soothe now, Joanna, soothe. It's my time now. Till me alarm. I set the alarm down for the morning and I, ha- I have a little teeny weeny glass of wine or a little small brandy, whatever one, and then that be my nightcap and then I'll just say, watch a bit of telly then after you and then I'll just conk out and oh. get up and fresh for the morning. And it starts again. Sharon, are you listening to this? This... This is what I'm talking to. Yeah, she's, I think she's nervous. Yeah, yeah, she's a great girl. She's a great girl. She, so, so yeah. the point is that she, according to her email, and she, uh, uh, Joanna would be more or less thinking that this girl, even though she has the baby five months old, should be doing a bit of housework. Well, yeah, I mean, you could have a bad week or two, and things might you might get just behind with things. But generally, you know, it is it is possible to keep a house. Well, I'd say with four kids and a husband, it's on full time. It's probably going all day, isn't it? It's go- my washing machine goes from half seven in the morning <laughs> until now. Yeah. <laughs> I can well imagine. Let me, hang on, let me go to Sinead because I don't think she can stay long. Sinead, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Sinead? Good, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, you've got an eight month old. I do, yeah. Congratulations, by the way. Thanks, Will. Right, a boy uh, or a girl? Congratulations. A girl. Oh, they're hard work, let me tell you. What's yes. your boys and girls? Boys yeah. No, I tell you, no, look, I have two boys and a girl. Well, now they're all in their 20s boys now. Boys are easier. Boys are so much easier. Absolutely. I don't think so. My girl's a gem like. Uh, well, yeah, at the moment, wait until she starts getting demanding. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> if that's true, if she's anything like her mother. <laughs> all right, okay. So, Sinead, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, you can relate to this. Is that your first baby, by the way? It is, yeah. Okay, so you can absolutely relate to this woman in the email. So you think back three months ago when the baby was five months old. Uh, were you staying at home? I was, yeah. I was on maternity leave. I only came back to work there on the, the 2nd of May. Perfect. You're, you're the woman in the email. All right. <laughs> so did you get to do a bit of hoovering, cleaning up, making beds? Very minimal. Oh, very minimal? Yeah. Right. But um, my, my fiancé, he helped around the house, like, he, he cleaned up and, like, I'm but lucky we shared right? the drawers. Does, the he drawers. Do it right? does he do it right? <laughs> he probably put everything under the rug, you know? If I and put on the goggles, I don't see anything, so <laughs> as far as I'm like, concerned, he did everything right. So, Sinead, I mean, I've been there, you know, I've had three children, I vaguely remember when they were babies. Yeah, they can be a bit of work, depending on the baby, some babies sleep a bit more than others. Um, and some are probably better than others at not moving around too much, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But generally, you can get things done, can't you? Yeah, like I mean, maternity leave is there for you know bonding with the kid. Like if if you have a, a good routine, like if they take a nap in the morning or in the afternoon, then that's your time to get your your stuff done. 
Yeah. And you're blessed then if the baby sleeps through the night then because you can get a full night's sleep. And did your baby sleep through the night? Uh, no, she only started sleeping during the night there from the last month onwards. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Joanna's talking again. What are you saying, Joanna? No, when, you know what they say. When babies sleep, you should sleep. My arse. <laughs> when baby sleeps to get things done well, my, my middle child permanently yeah. slept I would have never been awake uh, sorry Sh- Sinead uh, so Sharon there you go Sinead is she's the perfect example of what we're talking about here but she says that you know she can get a bit done but not very much and <clears throat> the, the fiance helps around the house what's his name by the way Sinead uh, Jonathan Jonathan Jonathan's a good man he comes home for, I'm assuming he's out at work so is he Ah, uh, no, he's, uh, he was out of work there for a while because he broke his collarbone, but he's back now. And, so uh, was, he out, was he out of work while the baby, while you had the baby? Just for my last month of maternity leave. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Sharon, Jonathan, good man, he's the fiancé, he's doing a bit of work around the house. Should he be, Sharon? Well, if he was at home, if he was off, yes, but if he's at work a full day, no, he shouldn't really be doing much. I mean, a bit, but not... not you know. So she named so No, but like harder. he cooks and I clean. <laughs> I love oh, well, he cooks. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. And I clean, so that's, that's, that's a fair deal. Oh, like he, he does. Yeah, well, that's a big thing. That's great if he cooks because that is, you know, getting a meal ready and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely helping out then. And yeah, that's a good uh, it should be teamwork. Team. Sorry, Joanna. It should be teamwork. If one decides yeah. to stay home, that's fine. And if one decides to go to work, that's fine. It's a it's a, a decision that you take upon yourself. And so, you know, one shouldn't be complaining about the other. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if, if you decide to stay home and bring up your baby, well, then you take on the responsibility of the housework, the cooking, the cleaning and whatever. If that man, your husband, whatever, your partner is being out from seven in the morning, coming home at 10 at night, you can't Jeez, that's a long old job, say, oh, by the way, there's no dinner for you. Uh, can you order out? Oh, Sinead, did you ever have the dinner ready for him when he comes in from work? Uh, no, he always <laughs> he always does it after work. I'm lucky that way. Like, he's the, uh, wait, are you, are you a crap cook? Um, no, it's just my time is taken up at Roisin and then I'd be wrecked from, from work as well. Like, Right, okay. Oh, but at the moment, obviously, it's different because you're back working again. So you have to mm. both dig in now at the moment. And by the way, are you liking being back to work or did you cry your eyes out the day you left the baby? Um, it hurt me a little bit, but I don't mind being back. Okay. I, was it kind of good to get, get some human contact <laughs> again? Yeah. It was nice to get some adult contact again, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Of, okay, okay. Get to drink a full cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to leave it down and run off. Or, or to be, you know what the best thing? To be able to actually go to the toilet without bringing the baby with you. (laughs) I (laughs) know, yeah. To actually sit down on the toilet on your own (laughs) without having a baby in a little rocker staring at you. (laughs) You I've only started doing that recently, actually, because she's kind of starting to crawl now a little bit. Right, okay. So so you you, (laughs) have to bring her with me. You're bringing bringing them with you, that's it, yeah. And you you just turn them around, (laughs) face the wall there. (laughs) Grand. Okay, so, I mean, because I'm looking at this email and she's in your situation tonight over the situation you were in three months ago mm-hmm. and she's given out that he's been unfair to her because he's given out to her when he comes home the hoovering is not done and you know the chores around the house are not done is he being a bit unfair on her? I think so like they just had a newborn like it's really hard mm. it really is hard and especially if you're breastfeeding then like they have to sit under you 24-7 there's no ifs and buts about it but then again like a house is meant to be lived in 
So who cares if it's clean or dirty or whatever? Like, if he's really that bothered about it, he should pick up a broom and start sweeping. There you go. No, not after being at work all day. I don't think that's fair. Well, I do 10, 12 hours shifts and I'm coming home to my baby. I'm getting up for the feed as well and I'm cleaning as well. I don't think that's fair. And I've been there. I've I've had four children and one has needs. And I swear to God, my husband comes home from work. This house is spotless. My child is well cared for. And I've a dinner made in the oven. Okay. Are you you working as well? No, I, I'm. I'm. No, that, that's I, her I job. I told you my child is neat, so I yeah. care for me. Okay, son. okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but you, but the point the point is, I am talking about Sinead. I'm not talking about your situation now. I, I would expect my husband to come home after working from nine to five. Just say that as a cliche, nine to five, working nine to five. You know, and <laughs> and um, probably more than that. And. Um, you yeah, wouldn't expect him to come home on an, on an empty belly and, and have to make his own dinner. I think, Sinead, she's referring to the time when you were at home and not back in work. That she, oh, yeah, she, like... She would yeah, expect when you I was to have home, a dinner made. I would, I would have... Will it be on the hob? Or as, like, my uh, mother-in-law would come down and take Roisin so I could actually cook it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm back to work, he's, he's cooking and cleaning and everything else in the garden and stuff like that. Sharon, did you have children, by the way? I'm not sure if I've asked that before. Have you? Did you, yeah. did you have children? How many did you I have? had one bouncing baby girl. Right, okay. I did. And how old is your bouncing yeah. baby girl now? 26 next week. All right, okay. So can you remember that far back? Oh, God, I can. I can because she was just the one and, and only what? I remember everything. Yeah, and I was, do. Was it a minefield at the time? I mean, did, did you did you think beautiful. you... It was beautiful, no. It was beautiful. Yeah, you, <laughs> you look back. And you know what, Sinead? I say this to you now as a word of advice, right? And I always say this to people, my kids are now all over 20 years of age. And I look back at those times when they took their first steps or my daughter would sit in the, you know, the thing where she used to eat her dinner with the, the high chair. The high chair, yeah. And she would fall asleep with her face into the food. <laughs> and because she constantly fell asleep all the time while she was eating. I don't know what it was. When you used to feed her, she'd fall asleep. Yeah, she, Halfway through, the spoon would be in the mouth. She'd be falling asleep, <laughs> face in the food. But value Every single one of those. At the time, you might think it's irritating and annoying. And I, the, the funniest thing ever was my son was a very difficult eater. He's 25 now. I'm embarrassing the life out of him even talking <laughs> about this. But he, he wouldn't eat for me, right? And so what mm. I used to have to do was, people would have thought I was nuts if they'd looked in the window. I used to get the electric drill out. And I used to go... <laughs> And, and because he was so obsessed with it, right? He loved the electric drill. He would sit there with his mouth open, looking at it, and I just shoved the food in his mouth. It's <laughs> true story. But when I think back for all those moments, I would do them all again because when they're grown up, you'll you lose all, all those. They're all gone. It's in your heart, Niall. It's all stored in your heart. Absolutely. See how you remembered it there. You just took it out. It's like a beautiful little box that you put away and you can take those memories out any time. So you remember Roisin's little moments, Sinead. Every, even if they annoy the shite out of you at the moment, remember them because when she gets older, you'll want them all back again. Exactly. All you need yeah. is a bit of patience. Well, well, that's it, really. You know what I mean? But the mm. worst was my other son. I remember going into his cot one morning. He was only about one and I swear to God, I thought he'd been murdered. There was blood everywhere. Blood, oh my God. Blood everywhere. It was all over his face. It was all over his baby grow. It was all over the wallpaper. It was a, He had got a nosebleed in the middle of the night. And well, I don't know what he did. Frightening. But it went everywhere. But it just, it looked like a murder scene. I've never seen that like it in my life. Oh my God. Be terrified. What the hell? <laughs> 
but they're lovely moments and you remember them all. Anyway, getting back to the housework. Sinead, so do you think this, this husband, he's been really unfair? I do, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, she's just giving birth to her child, like, and to, like, for him to expect her to have the house pristine condition is just, it's, no, no, no. Mm. I mean, reasonably, reasonably is a bit much. Pristine is a bit much, but look, maybe they could get together and he could say, look, it's just, if I hate dishes in the sink, if the dishes could be just done in the sink. Everybody has a bugbear, you know. Yeah. They don't go around looking for it to be pristine, but there are some things that really annoy people, like when they come in. So there might be just that one little thing that annoys them. And, you know, if it was a case of no dishes on the drain board or when the floor swept, whatever it was, you know. Do people still have dishes on draining boards? Do not get dish, just get a dishwasher. Then all again, all they need to do is sit down and have a bit of communication, an open chat, like... Yeah. They can't yeah. do that, then write it down in a letter and go, here, read this. Yeah. Maybe, you know, that might help I, I, I know you mentioned, too, if women are breastfeeding, that can take up a huge amount of time, particularly oh, yeah. if the child is a slow feeder. It does yeah. take up more time. Yeah, yeah. you end up sitting yeah. there for an hour waiting for the child to feed. Yeah. Uh, Angela, we'll stay there for a second, because Angela, you're in Ireland's classic kids. You're kind of fuming. What are you, what are you fuming are you about? Nice? What are you giving out about? <laughs> Jesus, angry oh, people coming on the air. now. Yeah. I heard, you see, I heard in kind of on little bits on it, so like, she kind of, when I rang, you know, whatever she filled me in on what the original email was. Oh, right. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, can't, I don't know the two women here now that are talking to you, who's actually for the guy that's well, no, 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 well, the house. Joanna, she's gone is. now, but yeah, but yeah, but very oh, few people seem to be for him, but go on. Disgusted. Like, I'm, I'm actually horrified. 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 That's a very strong word. It's. Yeah, <laughs> because to be like, say, like my son now he's eighteen. So like, I went through it all. Like, say, I'm thirty seven now, but I had him. I was a single mother, or whatever. Met my partner now when I when he was four years of age. But say, like, that's probably like a huge part of why. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, say, there was a big clash or whatever. But like, say. That to me, and say like even now in this day and age, like say when I hear from other parts, like it's a, it's a big thing now. That's actually why a lot of couples, it's a big shock to their system when mm. they have a baby because, you know, like things change big time. But oh, like your life they, changes, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, and it's a big battle of who does what and who's minding. Like, do you know what I mean? Like a lot of men think, but, oh, it's all the mother has to No, I, I mean, I think I made it clear from the start, even though the email suggests that, that it doesn't yeah, matter see, who... Sorry, I, 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 no, 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 that's fine. I wasn't fuming at you. I was oh, no, fuming I at the email. Oh, okay. No, I know. Conver- and I heard, I heard that lady saying... But he, well, here's the thing. Okay, let me, about, well, let like me get they, uh, let me get back to the sorry, email. Yeah, but, so the yeah. baby is five months old, a bit like Sinead's situation there three months ago. Now Sinead's just gone back to work. Her baby's eight months. Roisin, little Roisin. Ah, yeah. Anyway, so the the baby is five months old. She's at home on maternity leave. He's working yeah. full time, and he came home and the place is like a pigsty. It's not even cleaned up. She hasn't done any hoovering. She hasn't done nothing, and he's having a go at her, and she's saying, yeah. "I don't have time to do anything." Yeah. Now, you know, Angela, I, I understand both sides of it. Now, it wouldn't matter. I'm not being sexist. If it was a bloke that stayed at home to mind the baby and the woman went back to work again, you know, yeah. I would equally say, you know, he has a level of responsibility totally. too. But like, say, he's noticing it for a reason. Say, like, that's obviously out of the norm. So, number one, she's exhausted. Or number two, is there something wrong there? Do you know what I mean? Is she... Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, say, if he's noticing it, there's obviously a reason for it. Okay, yeah, so on a serious note, so like, she, she could be suffering from postnatal depression. Yeah, yeah okay. very good. that's a very good point. Okay. Yeah, because if she was always that way, and that's naturally who they were, then he wouldn't even have, do you know what I mean, whatever it was. Yeah. But 
that's what he should be. It's more a case of like, number one, it's obviously out of character. So either she's really exhausted, run down, give her a hand, or number two, it's there's something else going on there. That's what's getting me mad. Yeah, because it, so it, like, it is quite common, postnatal depression. It can be quite common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he should pick up on that or it's kind of like, do you know what I mean? Can imagine someone coming home to you and you're going through all that? Like, and obviously, it's a, it's a, it's a severe... Um, he told her she was lazy, by the way. I give him a ah. I won't even say it on. No, that, was, that, was, that was no need for that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not hard. It is. It's, that's how it gets. It gets him mad. Like, I was even saying to the girl here that was putting me through to the station. I was like, "Listen, I have to be careful because I go viral. I could say something nice in a I go viral. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I will. Bush. We'll yeah, keep no, the recorder a... on just in case she says yeah, something. No, I... <laughs> I guess she a few views on TikTok or something. But <laughs> and so have you got kids yourself? He's eighteen. Okay, He's eighteen. Okay, He's so mortified you... if I knew I was ringing you. <laughs> so can you remember when he was a little baby? I had him when I was nineteen years of old. Nineteen years of age. Old. Yes. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So when he was born, of course, you don't get a book with him. Um, and you're sent home. It's quite daunting, I imagine, for the first few yeah. weeks because you've no idea what to do or which end to look at. So, you know, <laughs> which end to feed or you're just looking at this thing, yeah. this human in front of you. So, but after a while, you kind of get the gist of it and the hang of it. And, and it, it comes, look, we are humans. It comes naturally to us eventually at some point. Yeah. But I mean, when you, let's look five months in, if you can remember that far back, did you well, have time to yourself? They definitely have it easier now. Like, they definitely have it easier now say, than what, it was back then. In what respect? <clears throat> in like, like not, not saying, oh Jesus, I'm not taking away from the all-nighters and everything. I'm talking the simple things like the car seats. Like to me, it's amazing when you see the car seat that flips towards the door and you pop the baby in. All right, and obviously okay. that's if you can afford them things. But little things like that are the, the little cot beside the bed and The bottle like, warmers and the sterilizers yeah. and all the things that they have now. Which because were... back then, you were, or when I had my son, I was scraping by, like, or you'd be getting the basics. But yeah, yeah but like, I can't imagine someone coming home saying, oh, you're lazy and whatever. Is that, I, I, I think I'd be on the news. Then <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would. You'd be, you'd be on the news. Because you're like a zombie. Like, you're floating and you're trying to survive. Like, and even brushing your hair is a is a job yeah so you just yeah. get the time to do that yeah I've, I've lovely neighbours not even the and time two... you have the time it's the energy like yeah sorry Sharon what are you trying to say there sorry yeah, Sharon I, yeah, I, I, sorry um, it's okay I Angela's going to go viral in a second they've, they've, you know two, two <laughs> lovely children <laughs> yeah before Angela goes viral and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah there was a couple of weeks there where the kids are sick and sure like you know same thing they were going around wall falling the parents like it was hard to get um you know sleep yeah so that those things can happen and upset the apple cart but it's yeah. all teamwork isn't it it's all teamwork yeah, so was, yeah, yeah but, in and, I, and i understand and but you know i mean women primarily have been doing it for years for, since time began and and we get through it i mean it's difficult if i often wonder if people knew exactly what it was to, what it was like when you had children would we bother having them if they actually knew, because everybody warns you, your life will change, but nobody actually realizes how bad that is until it actually um, happens. But would we, if we actually knew, would we still have children? Yeah, because it is life changing. Yeah, you well, know? I definitely for, for me, have my yeah. my one. It was, I, I, could, I wouldn't be the same life. I'm, I would have hated not to have had the experience. Aww. Yeah, when I think about it, it's just been so enriching. You yeah. know. Yeah, and we're great friends. And... Yeah, yeah. And, the, and by the way, the latest research shows 
that men suffer from postnatal depression too. Oh, of course they do. They have to take yeah. that one again. <laughs> well, their life changes too. Their life changes too. And, and you know, you know why? Changes. And we had the professor on the air not so long ago who was talking about it. He did the research. I think he was in UCD or somewhere like that. Anyway, or Trinity, I think it could have been. But anyway, he said the reason they suffer from postnatal depression. He listened to this, by the way, Sinead, just in case Jonathan, mm-hmm. poor Jonathan, is, is he's listening the wall. in the kitchen. Yeah, the reason is because <laughs> they have a feeling of uselessness. They have a feeling of uselessness. About time. <laughs> that when they're standing, I just make them feel useful. Make them feel useful from the very beginning. Give them that baby. Yeah. Give them the bottle and whatever, That's the and let them time, get I stuck think. in. Yeah. yeah. Like mm. when that woman was saying, "Oh no, the mother." he's working all day, she should be doing this. I think that's crazy because I, I do believe, like even changes in nappies and all that, that's a whole, definitely, it's a part of the bonding for the yeah. father and the baby. Oh, I did. I, yeah. I changed the nappy, they'd piss in me face. Yeah, but that's, it totally, it does, like it bonds you, without you realising That's bonding, is it okay? So, boy, yeah. and Ruth is well, even with it. your nieces or nephews, do you know what I mean? Like say when you're babysitting them or your mind, and that's totally, it's all bonds or it brings that whole do you mean closeness yeah. or whatever? Oh, I, I tell you now, my, my niece is now in her late 30s, right? She's four, she's three children of her own. And I go to her on a regular basis. And I, I always remind her about the time that I was babysitting her. I was only 16, 17 years of age. And my mother and father and my sister went out on New Year's Eve and left me minding her. She was only about three or four months old. <laughs> and she had a cold. And I will never forget that night as long as I live. I cried. See? Oh, she never stops crying. I was crying. You bonded. In, I was crying in unison with her. <laughs> Please stop. There will be a murder in this house very shortly. And like, and in those days, of course, it was very hard to get somebody on the phone. And they were out in the Alsa Club in Aer Lingus. And I was ringing the Alsa Club. Saying, Can you please just put me under? You need to come home. She'll be I fine. All <laughs> diverted. She's now in her late 30s. And I remind her all the time of the night that she put me through. But but in saying that, I'm looking here. Ruth has put up my screen. Pressure from social media uh, and social media mams doesn't help these days. So much comparing to all these perfect mothers online. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen some of these perfect well, don't mothers. don't buy into that, Niall. If you're going to be stupid enough to buy into all that, then you deserve it. Don't buy into all that in the first place. But even say, that, do you know the dads, like say the dads that are comparing and going to look at the house, they're probably comparing to their mothers, right? Say who did not have the same expectations that we had. Like say even appearance and, do you know what I mean? To be involved and everything, to be working. It's totally, that's what a lot of men are coming home and saying, like what you're saying, that email or whatever, I guarantee you, like say, his mother probably, he's probably did, comparing yeah. to his man who had no other, do you know what I mean, responsibilities and she was just a mother and that was it and coming home, or like my, yeah, yeah, but if she's at home on maternity, partner, at that particular time, she is just being a mother, isn't she? Yeah, but no, but she doesn't have a job, to, like that girl could have a job to go back to, she's trying to, do you know what I mean, get back to her weight. I'm saying it's different nowadays, the pressure, well, that, that's another like, big problem is that obsession at the compared moment compared to his mother yeah. who was doing nothing like in, not doing nothing not terrible, but then like who was just showing me a mom and that was her she'd no yeah. full time job and everything else going on whereas nowadays the the pressure is extreme like Sinead as a, can I ask sorry Sinead are you still there I am yeah as a young mother and I'm assuming that you're on social media. Do you, are you on social media? I am, yeah. Do you find there's a huge amount of pressure to be perfect? And I don't mean that 
some sort of silly way. But you know, you see these perfect mothers and they have the baby and they literally have makeup on them in the bed while they're having the baby. Yeah. And all this kind of... And everything is just perfect and the baby is dressed perfectly and never pukes and never shits and never does anything <laughs> or cries. It's always <laughs> laughing and smiling. So, yeah, social Actually, media. Is there, is there a huge amount of pressure? Does that put a kind of unrealistic expectation then on young mothers? Um, for me personally, no, because I just roll my eyes and go, whatever. Yeah. But like yeah. other people are going to just be like, it would get to them emotionally and mentally and they just get bogged down and they're like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? How am I going to pull myself back up if I'm looking at social media every day? Like it just destroys your brain. Mm-hmm. No, but in saying yeah. that, I was yeah. on Facebook during the week and I, there's some mother over in the UK and she has a thousand pound dody for her son she bats him in, uh, what is it, uh, oat and honey milk. Like, she spends ridiculous amounts of money on her son, like. Right. That's it's bananas. Bonkers. Yeah, I know, yeah, Pete. I, I, I remember seeing this program one night where they, the family, they put this gold stuff in their food, right? It's like yeah. a gold flake. And they yeah. pay thousands, like, for the, a bottle of this. And, it, and this is the truth. Sorry to be rude. But it makes their shit gold. Oh, for God. <laughs> Are they going to sell it? <laughs> it it, it comes out now. it comes out gold coloured. My child coloured. used to, oh, used to so. follow tin foil. It came out silver. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's Not more expensive oh. than the gold. It's actually a true story. They put this gold powdery flake stuff in. It's actually eighteen karat gold into their. They shake it oh. into their food like salt, and their their poo comes out gold. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! Probably into their gold Something toilet very as well. Wrong there, not. Yeah, Something very wrong. <laughs> there it is, isn't there? There's people of the world starving for Jesus. Like that's my father would always say. There's people of the world starving, Noel. No, but that is warped. That's true. Yeah, well, I, I see. I mean, I think there's huge pressure on women, even without babies. There's huge pressure on women, and I do feel sorry for women in that sense. Because... Oh, it's different now, definitely, because maybe that girl Sinead is not pressure. But I, I have friends definitely, or say, in the past, that would be like, do you know what I mean? Comparing themselves, oh, how come she lost all that weight? And yeah, where's you know, her like, tummy gone? Why, why can't yeah. I get mine back down? Yeah. Do you know what's great though? The te- some of the teenagers now. Okay, my daughter's twenty five, but I mean, she went through a stage. They all go through stages. But they come out of it and, you know, they, there's a certain cohort that aren't buying into all that social media stuff now. They're absolutely yeah. just dropping it and, you know, they're not doing it mm. because they, they're fully aware. They weren't aware at the beginning because it was all new, but now there's more awareness and they're going, you know, I'll, I'll do my mindfulness meditation instead. Yeah. I, but, and, but I'm also about the body image aspect of it as well. I mean... When you look at, you know, these idiots that are online, mm. the likes of the Kardashians and all these clowns that are online and, and, you know, they have their babies, but they don't have their babies the regular way, of course. Uh, they're too posh to push. And, mm. um, you know, and all of a sudden they look like, you know, catwalk models two, two weeks later again. You know, they're back out on the beach yeah. again. I mean, that must put huge pressure on young girls having children. To yeah. I'm not saying, I think most young girls are probably realistic and no, that doesn't really happen in real life. Oh. You know what I mean? Those Kardashians are but responsible but for an awful lot. some girls are naturally like, like I, I, they definitely compare it to themselves. Like, obviously there's some girls who are naturally like that, but it's not everyone. And some people obsess and Like, say Photoshop, obviously, then is another thing. Oh, yeah, Photoshop to get rid of the stretch marks. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you're not, you're not going to see a stretch mark on a Kardashian. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so, I mean, and unfortunately, that it's really unfair. I find it. And, you know, I find women are guilty of it. Women judge each other. It's not men judging women generally. It's women judging no, each other. No, but Keith, the reality is the reason I think, like, I think the reason, with Joan, you're saying it's not men, it's women, because men judge us. So we're turning on each other and we're 
have the pressure. How? That's give me, give me an example of when you when you say men judge you. What they're judging your body or judging you how you look? Or? I don't think I don't think men are that judgy. I think it's more women with other women. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I that's think, true. Oh, no, yeah, and I'm not saying women don't, but I definitely think yeah. men do as well. Like I'm not going to deny that a hundred percent. Like say stretch, married. Like I've got like do you know what I mean? Brothers, brothers-in-law, a lot of male friends I've worked with. Like I was a bouncer for years. Okay, you were a bouncer. Yeah. Oh, good girl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give away my identity too much, and now I'm a wedding photographer. But I definitely think, yeah, definitely men do. Yeah. I remember years ago, I, I worked in the nightclub industry, and I worked with one of the first female bouncers in the Harp Bar in O'Connell Street. And Jesus, she'd knock the shite out of you. <laughs> she was unbelievable, this girl. She would put well, you I'm straight more, out the I'm door. I'm small, but my bark is worse. <laughs> Your bark is worse. <laughs> Get out of that cubicle now! <laughs> <laughs> the pair of you. <laughs> but I think, yeah, guys can be very judgmental. Like, it's not just like, say, I, I like, I, I, I disagree with that whole thing about women are always judged. Like, I get there are women like that, I think, that are insecure. Mm. But I definitely think a lot of that stems from men.